Hi, it's Kieran Cudahy here, and before you start your next News Talk podcast, we wanted to bring you an important message from UNICEF. These shocking events in Ukraine continue to unfold. Young children are still coming under fire, and right now, the Ukraine hospitals themselves are on life support, and sadly, their time is running out. These hospitals have been damaged or destroyed, and maternity units, which once stood as a beacon of hope and new life for Ukrainian people, now lie in ruins. The country is in desperate need of medical supplies, basic things like oxygen, medicines, incubators, surgery kits and other essentials are all running out. UNICEF are on the ground inside Ukraine and by donating, you can help provide doctors with life-saving medical equipment. Donate now to support a hospital in Ukraine. Go to unicef.ie slash donate slash Ukraine to donate now. Thank you. And now back to your podcast. The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at nissan.ie. Yes, it is that time of the week on The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy when I'm joined by John Fardy, the presenter of Screen Time and Off the Balls, Sue Murphy to talk us through the best of the box and the box office offerings for the week ahead. I've got to talk about last week's recommendations though, Sue. Halston on Netflix, the Ewan McGregor series. Mm, distinct thumbs down, has to be said. Oh, it was awful. I know, oh, no, that's unfair, right? That's un- That was a bit of hyperbole there. Uh, we watched the first episode, myself and my wife, and it was okay, but it was kind of, what was engaging was I just was curious about this person I'd never heard of and we just decided as soon as the first episode finished, we'd just Google what happened to him and we're not going to bother watch the rest. <laughs> so that's what we did. Like he makes a load of money, he loses it and then he comes to a sticky end. That's kind of basically it, you know? Yeah, I, like I'm just loving it. I, I wonder if I'm just taken in by the the, the set and the clothes and how beautiful it looks. It does look really good. Like, it does look good. It does look, it, it looks amazing. But I love you. You'd be shallow that way. I thought he was great. But yeah, yeah I, I find it. I, yeah, I don't mind you and McGregor, but I find it hard to imagine him being anything other than you and McGregor. If that if that makes any sense. You were always very conscious when you're watching things that it is him as opposed to being the character. I totally yeah. understand what you mean. Yeah. yeah, but I am enjoying him in this mainly because it looks like he's having a really good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does look like that, all right, uh, even in the first episode. Anyway, listen, you can watch it on Netflix or you can do what I do and there's a Wikipedia entry for this guy <laughs> Halston and it has most of his key life moments in it and it's uh, much quicker, much more entertaining and then you can go back to playing Crossy Road. Uh, listen, let's talk about uh, an actually great TV series, this. Now, Sue, this has had a slower build-up than World War One. the Friends reunion. It's finally <laughs> going to be aired this Thursday, is it? It's this Thursday. And you know what? Like, it, it, It's been one of those ones that's actually been very difficult to get a screener for. And I think it's because the audience for this is just going to be massive. They don't need people talking about this yeah. at all. Everyone's just going to watch it. And like the last episode of Friends 2004, and when you think about it, I don't know if you're the same as me, but if you put on the TV and there's a Friends episode on, you're like, oh, I'll just leave that on and watch it. And I could probably quote whole sections <laughs> of it, whole episodes. And I still find it hilarious. Like, I am a big Friends fan. I know there are a lot of people that are just kind of like, it's dated, there's a lot of issues with it but I 
I just think the comedy in it is really, really good. And they did cast this absolutely to perfection. Like every one of those people played that character really, really like the characters really, really well. And I just have a great love for the show. Like when it ended, I was devastated. Like I really was. I remember going, like I was in college. I remember going to a friend's house and crying in the sitting room. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and too. being like over, really over dramatic. Like I just love this series. But I, I don't really know about the reunion is t- to be honest, because it's more of a, it's not really an episode. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, uh, uh, like, oh, where are they now? You know, that they stay together. Yeah. It's none of that. No, and actually, I would have much preferred that because I, I would have preferred to see where the characters are going to be. This is more where the actors who played those characters are and what they're doing now and how they look back on the on their time in the show. So they do some table reads. They introduce some of the characters like Tom Selleck turns up. Actually, I am really curious about Tom Selleck. But Tom Selleck turns up at one point and, you know, they're, they're kind of doing it from stage 24 where they they've, um, filmed all the friends and it's hosted by James Corden. So this is more of a, it feels like a talk show uh, friends reunion as opposed to like being an episode of Friends yeah. now I, I still think if you're a fan you'll love it but I was slightly disappointed because I would love that bonus episode to find out where they all are now you yeah know? and it's not like they're recluses or anything you know they, they, they appear on talk shows there's nothing that unique I mean are you are you going to watch it John? Oh yeah absolutely <laughs> and you know I I love Friends like I, I do uh, I, I, I can't get away from it like Sue said when it's on you can't turn it off the thing I'm kind of worried about is James Corden because I like him in Gavin and Stacey but as a host he's just far too sycophantic yeah. and he really blows smoke up people's behinds and even on the trailer you can just kind of see the oh my god you're so amazing like I just if you ever watch the karaoke carpool he's yeah. with Paul McCartney because, you know, Paul McCartney's, you know, one of my favorite living human beings. He was so sycophantic and false humility that it just drove me insane. So I would be quite worried about this. He's a nice guy, but I don't think he's great at these kind of things. So caution advice. But I'm going to watch it. I can't wait. All right. It's on uh, Sky One on Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, you can watch it. Yeah. And it's on all the sky boxes tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning if you so desire to watch it. Oh, wow. It okay. Breakfast, yeah. All the saps out so there. It's, it's on yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Right. We'll talk about uh, your first movie pick of the week then, John. Uh, Cruella is the name of it. And we've got a clip. Let's take a listen. Stella, it's been so long. You know, I kept staring at you at the party and then it came to me. That's a Stella from school. It's not a Stella. That's the past. I'm Cruella. So you you go to parties and you take pictures and you print gossip. That's your job? Yes, well, not as fun as it sounds. Oh, it doesn't sound fun. It sounds useful. Okay, that was it. Cruella. I assume it's Cruella de Vil, John? Yeah, well, it's her kind of origin story. Right. Emma Stone. Yeah, I know. It's uh, interesting idea. Emma Stone plays this girl who starts off as Estelle. Something kind of semi-tragic happens to her as a kid. She makes her way to London in the 1970s, actually. And it's kind of set around that, like there's Iggy Pop and stuff on the soundtrack, which is a nice touch. And she befriends these two kind of down at heel guys. And she becomes kind of a petty criminal. And then for kind of strange reasons because she's interested in fashion she decides she's going to make her way to visit this famous fashion house run by Baroness von Hellman who's played brilliantly 
by Emma Thompson. So you have Emma Stone as this kind of want-to-be fashion designer against Emma Stone as this, you know, who, who's kind of something out of, like, The Devil Wears Prada. She's absolutely horrible in it. And Emma Stone slowly starts to inhabit the Cruella character, and she gets into a battle with Emma Thompson's character as these two rival designers, and it's kind of madcap. I mean, the story's a bit daft, but it's it's fun. I mean, it's PG-13, and it's, it's, it's you know, I've said this a couple of times after lockdown, I, I think there's a, people are dying for family movies that they can all watch together. Yeah. And I think this probably passes mustard as that. Like Emma Stone is great as Coella. Emma Thompson is, is just absolutely brilliant as this cartoon and villain who will do anything. Are there any actual Dalmatians in it? There are, and, and, and dogs play a part in it. It is an origin story, so that's not in it as much as you might think. Okay. Caveat, though, it is a premier access. So when this lands on Disney Plus on Friday, you are going to have to pay 22 quid for it. Now, oh. before you go... You can oh wait, though, God. can't you? Well, we don't know when it's going to be given to, you know, the normal people who don't pay for premier access. But, you know, just on the side of the studios, and, you know, I don't have any acts in the game but like if you've gone to the trouble of making a massive movie like this and the cinemas are closed i get their logic that they you know feel that they have to make some money back now i know you might say but you're paying a monthly subscription but like mm. this is a big production so I is guess it worth it though john for. like because uh you know ray and the last dragon is yeah is going to be available for everybody with disney plus next week i think so for those of us who held out, I mean, we've saved 22 quid. Could have put that in a horse and I'd be a millionaire now. I mean, would yes. you recommend spending that 22 euro on Cruella? I, I can't argue with that logic. Just before I answer that, did you, so you didn't watch Ray in the last No, one. not yet. We're waiting until okay. it comes we, out. I'm, I'm one of those pros you were talking about who doesn't have premiere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I think it probably is because I think a lot of families are starved of a good family movie. Okay. So, look, if you if you went to the cinema, you would drop fifty quid by oh, the time yeah. you got the snacks in. And I know you like those extra comfy seats. So <laughs> you know. Uh, so I know I do think it's worth it. It's it's twenty two quid. You know? All right. Okay. Uh, Cruella. It will be available. When will it be available on on Disney? Premier? Friday. The twenty eighth. That's Friday, isn't it? The yeah, 28th? that is this yes. coming Friday. Uh, so your next uh, TV pick. Well, we might kind of mash these two together because there's a couple of different Manchester United themed uh, uh, things coming out this week. What are they? Yeah, like I, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like I can't move from Manchester United this week. They're playing Europa League final tonight. They have, um, it's 22 years since the Champions League final. It They feel like they're everywhere. And then you have these two docs that are coming out. So one is the United Way, which was presented by Eric Cantona. Sorry, right. I keep laughing at this because I'll, I'll explain in a minute. It's one of the maddest things I think I've ever seen in my life. And um, Alex Ferguson's uh, Never Give In. Sir, Al- Sir Alex okay. Ferguson. We, we actually have we actually have a little clip of, of the of the latter. Sir Alex Ferguson, Never Give In. Regarding my health, I'm not actually in control. In the football world, and at the United, I'm in control of the situation. It's vital. Because a player can't do it himself. A player is only part of a team. The manager's in control of that. He's in control of all that destiny. Okay, that's from one of the two, Sir Alex Ferguson, never give in. Tell me a bit more about the United Way. You sounded 
a little excited about that one. So. <laughs> well, I was one of those people who supported United in the glory years, um, which my husband likes to slag me off about a lot. Um, I had a Conchalskis jersey. I was like oh, everyone, else, like everyone, everyone supported United. Let's be fair in those no. years. And I was a no, gooner. No, I was no, a gooner. No, 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 no. All the one, cool kids supported United. One, one nil to the Arsenal, so... <laughs> oh god you poor thing um, no, but I think there was a, there was just a, 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 the glory years about them at that time and there was a real excitement about that team but this this particular documentary is presented by and written by Eric Cantona and if you haven't come across like I'm sure all United fans have come across an interview here before he is unique there there was no one in English football like Eric Cantona and even though he's called this the United Way and the di- director is called the United Way, this is very much an Eric Cantona documentary. So he basically tries to insert himself as the most pivotal moment in United. <laughs> so they go from like Busby Babes Munich to signing Eric Cantona. And then, <laughs> then they go back, go back to Alex Ferguson. And I'm like, well, that was probably, it's probably quite important to have Alex Ferguson. Oh, it's probably quite important that they had the 68 winning. You know, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. But it's just fascinating like I, I haven't stopped talking about this since I watched it and I, I couldn't turn it off and even and I'm not I'm talking about I knew most of the stuff that was in this documentary there's nothing new in it but it's just fascinating because it's Eric Cantona sitting in like camera on, on him showing the kung fu kick like what was his reaction and his whole thing is like I should have kicked him harder <laughs> what, what am I watching it's spectacular Like uh, the, the, you mentioned the Alex Ferguson Never Give In one that's out on on Amazon Prime on this Friday the, the United Way yes. the Cantona one where can people watch that it's on Sky Docs if you have the Sky Player okay. and it's on now alright yeah. okay so people can find it there uh, John your next movie pick is Elise what can you tell us about it Yes, as a toffee, I've just completely missed all <laughs> oh, that. So uh, I just we both have to have get me up to speed. You. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I knew that. I knew that. But I have to put my cards on the table. Uh, don't worry, I won't spend long on this. This is a really weird film and not weirdly good. This is directed by Anthony Hopkins' wife, Stella Hopkins. And Anthony Hopkins is in it as well. And you have the feeling that she asked him over breakfast, would he be in my movie? And he said, yes, because I, I'm not really sure why else he's in it. This is really quickly, Lisa Pepper plays a woman who's clearly having some kind of nervous breakdown, is really struggling with her family and her child. And something traumatic happens and she enters a catatonic state. And Anthony Hopkins plays a psychiatrist tasked with trying to revive her. It's really weird movie. Uh, it seems very pretentious at times. It's in black right. and white. Ugh. It's in color. Then nice. at times, you know, at, at, at the start, I was thinking, is this really profound study of kind of mental illness or something? But then by the end of it, I was just thinking, no, this is this is crap. And I don't want to spend ages telling you not to watch something. So I'll just quickly say, I really don't think this is, okay. the juice is not worth the squeeze for this one. Well, It's on video on demand players okay. from next Monday, but I wouldn't bother if I were you. Anthony Hopkins is good in it, but apart from that, terrible. Avoid it and spend your money on Cruella. That's uh, John's recommendation. Thank you both very much for your time. Uh, Sue Murphy of Off The Ball and presenter of Screen Time, John Fardy. Uh, stay with us here on The Hard Shoulder with all your business news. That's coming up next. 